1: What is going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune, and we are back in the house once again, everybody. It's your boy, John Harrington. Here we got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we've got the Game That Tune champion, Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, fellas. Welcome back. Game That Tune in the house for episode 247. Episode 247. 24-7, guys. I think... I think technically there's enough Game That Tune content out there now to listen to uh, the podcast 24 hours a day for seven days. I'll have Johnny check on that. Uh, If you're just joining us, though, uh, this is Game That Tune, the uh, video game music guessing game podcast where we listen to music, try and guess each other's games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia. We goof off. We have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night picks a theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And our winner last week was me. And uh, I finally, mercifully came up with a theme for this week's episode, and it had very little to do with last week's episode or anything, uh, really. It's just a, it, it's a good, solid theme, a nice deep well to pull from. We're going to the arcade, people. We're talking arcade games. Speaking of 24-7, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't you guys love to go back in time and... Spend you know spend all your days and weeks and months in the arcade. You know, did anybody have a twenty four seven arcade near their house? I know I didn't, but you know, man, that was the dream, wasn't it, guys? That sounds amazing. Yeah. Jeez. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh,
3: yeah.
1: Oh, I, I mean, with you, you know, with home console games being you know, the quality they were, it was like having a twenty four seven arcade, except nothing ran on quarters and the games weren't nearly as good. Uh, and anyway, I well, only owned like my, five games. My
4: parents charged me a quarter every time I wanted to play a game.
1: Oh, man. Dude, Jesse's oh. dad's arcade. That's, uh...
4: I was always uh, wondering why the X-Men were over a lot.
1: That's, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. What a what a ballsy thing to do as a parent is try to charge your uh, charge your kids for the games they play at home. Yeah, well, I, I mean, don't know my, why we didn't my- think of that sooner.
5: My parents charged me a quarter every time I wanted to play a game, but the only arcade game we had at my house was
1: Washing Machine. Oh. <laughs> I David lived in a laundromat. Uh, which, you know, realistically means David probably had at least one good arcade game in his house. Oh, man.
2: Like a sick
4: Pac-Man or a Miss Pac-Man?
2: Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Um the Galaga?
1: Uh, yeah. You know, the classics, man. Uh, I. There's there's so many fantastic memories attached to arcade games, guys. Uh, you know, it, I, I don't know if our younger viewers remember what arcades are, but uh, you know, there was a time where you could go to any mall. And just go to the arcade and spend a few minutes and a few quarters. And now, uh, see, I don't know if our younger viewers remember what malls are. Yeah, what's a mall? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. A mall was like a shopping promenade. It was many, many shops contained together in like an indoor corridor, like a large hallway. Maybe that's where the word mall comes from. It's a, it's, it's derived from the word hall, the hallway. Um, yeah, <laughs> you, you went to the hallway wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, they were generally attached to a Sears. Now I don't know if our younger viewers are going to know what a Sears is, <laughs>
4: yeah. but that uh, thing's been around for a long time. Well, see, I can
1: keep, keep going on this. There's a lot of there's a lot of dead retail attached to arcades, guys, that just maybe doesn't make any sense anymore. Um, but arcades used to be rooms full of uh, large video games that cost between a uh, twenty five cents and a dollar, and uh, they were the best place to be as a kid. And I miss those days. I miss good arcades. I miss playing mo- I, I miss playing uh, arcade games not at the laundromat <laughs> or movie theater. Uh, <laughs> or CC's the- Pizza. Or CC's Pizza. God damn, what a great arcade.
5: Oh, anyway. If we get John talking about CC's now, Pizza, we will be here. Like, we won't ever
1: start uh, the uh, show. Th- with that said, David, we should probably just start the show because maybe we've got <laughs> hours and hours of CC's Pizza Talk in front of us.
0: <laughs> Game one.
4: Sorry, I was talking about malls. Um, so this game, uh, the Japanese version of this game, the blood and the gore is uncensored. Uh, it's red instead of green. But in the overseas versions, there was an option to adjust the blood color and the violence level. Um, also the go arrow would flip over and read to hell in blood. Um, (laughs) In the Japanese
2: version. Like that.
4: the harmonica just disintegrating (laughs) in your hands. Dude, as we're discussing bad
1: ticket redemption prizes in the chat. Yes, the last time I redeemed some fucking arcade tickets, I got a harmonica I blew into it once, and like it just didn't make noise after that. It
4: fucking sucked. (laughs) (sighs) That's so bad. Alright, so let's see what you guys got. Okay, so... I think uh, Johnny drew the devil as a penis... And I, is he saying fuck vaccines? No. Oh. No, he's saying fuck you. <laughs> oh, fuck you. It looked like a V and uh okay. And uh John and David had the correct answer with night slashers somehow the
1: anti-vaccine devil penis is suddenly the more interesting topic. I mean,
3: don't get vaccinated... Welcome to hell! No vaccines allowed! (laughs) Don't get
5: vaccinated sounds like something the devil would say. Probably in penis form.
1: I don't know, man. I'm pretty sure that it's the, uh... No, no, I'm pretty sure the devil's pro-vaccine, as I've been made to believe by uh, current media.
4: Anyway. Um, Those yeah. devil computer chips that they put. Yeah, exactly. A
1: that's, the, that's the beauty of it. Baby, <laughs> we all got injected with computer chips, and now we're not allowed to enter the kingdom yep. of heaven. So yep. we'll just play Night Slashers instead, <laughs> <laughs> which is
4: which is kind of like heaven on earth because that game is amazing. Um, yeah, this game gets high marks for me. <laughs> um, it, I've only played it once or twice, and I beat it. And it's probably <laughs> one of my favorite arcade games because it is nuts. Um, so it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up by Data East.
1: And, okay, uh, can... so it's not very good. But no, it's, it is but good, But it's though. awesome? <laughs>
4: so... Yeah, it's very awesome. Like, um, You can pick like between three characters. You've got Jake White, who is this dude with, like, blonde hair and, like, metal arms, and he can, like, shoot, like, guns out of his arms and stuff. Okay,
1: you you, you had me. You lost me at at first, but you really brought me back with the metal arms. Yeah. Jake White with blonde hair,
4: ew, no. Metal arms, though. (laughs) His nickname is the Psychic Cyborg. Okay. And and he has a really good, like, German suplex move. Um, uh, Then you got, like, Christopher who's like a European vampire hunter slash uh, martial artist, and he uses he uses a DDT. Like, he just DDTs zombies into the ground. Like, it's great. Um, then there's, uh... Oh, man. I don't like trying to pronounce Chinese names. Uh-oh. <clears throat> uh, Xiao Hong Hao, I think? Um, you did
1: not butcher that as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> cool.
4: Um she's just like a, a, a profound with um, mystic arts and she's a martial artist and stuff. Um, so what's cool also is that see, everyone has a, a two uh, different uh, screen clearing moves um, that you know take your help. You have a regular one and then you have one if you jump in the air and do it and it, it does a different thing which is cool. Um, so like, there's a lot of different moves you can do with this game. Uh, the the sprite work is really good. The like animations are very, very gory. Uh, like heads explode. Like it, it's like like Fist nope. of the North Star type. I'm gore. looking at
1: now, man. This looks fucking rad, man. Yeah, <laughs> their bodies piling up.
4: Yeah, and like like fucking people start melting. Like the Ark of the Covenant opened up nearby. Uh, like it's it's very graphic for. An arcade game. It's, it's you know, kind of cartoony and stuff, so, like, if for some reason you let a nine-year-old uh, you know, kid play it with you, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm,
5: I'm reading it now, and, like, you had me sold on Psychic Cyborg, like, yeah. with metal arms. Like, okay, this game sounds awesome, but I'm looking at it, and, like, all of the bosses are just classic monsters, yeah, like, yeah. you fuck up Dracula and the
4: Golem, and just, like, alright, I have to track down a copy of this game and play it. Get to fight, uh, like, Aztec vampires, which is, a, like, a, a cool thing. <laughs> um, there's a mummy. That's not a chupacabra. It's, no, no, it, that's a that's more of a, like, a, a werewolf bat type thing.
1: Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, um, dude, yeah, this, yeah, this looks this,
4: cool. This game sounds <laughs> fucking amazing. Yeah, so look
1: at this, the characters now. It's like, you know, you're, like, Playing as the guy from Streets of Rage, but with Jack's arms, or you're playing as a Belmont, and you know fighting fucking like hideous monsters, and there's blood everywhere. Like this looks so fucking cool, dude.
4: <laughs> it's like I can't believe it. no one's like talks about this game often because it's it's an, it's really good. The animations are good. Um, like you fight Doctor Frankenstein, and then you fight his monster. Um, you fight death. Like it's it's great. <laughs> like, like giving a DDT to death is like something that is is just so silly. Yeah, um, that is. <laughs> there's.
1: Does it there's, affect him? Does, does death like no sell a DDT or? <laughs>
4: he sells it for a little bit. He, give, okay. he gives you a nice rub. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> the the bonus rounds are pretty. Cool. Okay, so there's a thing that happens on the game, where if you jump and you kick them at just the right angle they'll, like, go into the ground, and so, like, they're just, like, up to their chest in the ground so you can, like, kick them in the head and they can't do anything, which is kind of silly. And so there's, like, a a bonus game where they just, like, pop up out of the ground, like, whack-a-mole, and you just have to kick the zombies, like, when they pop up. Good. And then there's Very another, good. Another bonus game where you have a zombie and you, you have to press the button as fast as you can, and then you just throw the zombie as far as you can, into nine other zombies that are fashioned like they're bowling, so like you're trying to get like a strike by throwing. It's zombie bowling, like this. So the bonus games are fun. Like this whole arcade game is, is fucking great, and it's on the Switch. Um, it might still be on sale for $1.99. Oh, uh,
5: okay. Holy shit! I am going to download this like immediately. I'm not yeah. sure if,
4: if it's still on sale, but if it's not on sale, it's seven ninety nine. But one ninety nine is great. Uh, I mean, what, even for
1: what? 7.99, I'm yeah. going to download this game immediately. What is going on with, like, Switch and arcade games, man? Like, I'm confused as to why there are so many, like, arcade games listed in the Switch eShop, and they seem to be, like, licensed by weird companies. Like Johnny like, Turbo? <laughs> yeah, this is part of Johnny Turbo's arcade, uh, which this guy, I guess it looks like somehow... This person, whoever this Johnny Turbo is, licenses all Data East arcade games for Switch to the tune of eight bucks a piece. <laughs> I
4: guess so. Um, Weird.
1: And then, like, I was looking at it because I was doing research for my own games, and I was thinking about, like, a Neo Geo game. And all the Neo Geo arcade games are on there, but they're all published by a company called Hamster. Huh. And, you know, th- but, like, then that Hamster company also publishes, like, arcade archive, like uh, old, like, Nintendo games. Like, they're the ones that did, like, you know, versus Mario Bros for Switch. Yeah. I'm like, wait, who the yeah, fuck th- are these people?
3: They like- brought, <laughs> I think they brought the original Donkey Kong Arcade to Switch. Yeah, who the
5: fuck are these people? <laughs> I want to say it's a company that's, like, into preservation of games. Good. So that's why, like, they do the conversions for the arcade cabinets onto modern, modern hardware.
1: I guess that warrants paying them $8 a pop. I mean, obviously, they're not expecting anybody to buy all these games. But, like, man, you, know, like, you want to talk about a subscription service I would pay for? Johnny Turbo's Arcade. Yeah. Fucking, <laughs> yeah. you know, I would pay for that. <clears throat> Hamster's, you know, Arcade Neo Geo Classics Collection. I would pay for that. I would pay equal, equal to or greater than the amount that I pay for Nintendo's online service in which you get... Random, insane NES and SNES games, like the you know whatever insane shit Nintendo's throwing at us, keep it. Let me play these fucking arcade games for a subscription fee. I'd pay that. I'd pay the hell out of that. But I don't know. I you know I I those arcade games they piqued my interest. I just I, as I was browsing today, I'm like, who the fuck bought all the Neo Geo games? <laughs> like you know, Hamster, Johnny Turbo,
4: guys.
3: He's, what would you say if I told you that I was Johnny Turbo? Who's I would
4: Hamster the then? Podcast. <laughs> hamster well, what I tell is you?
3: David.
5: I was yeah. just saying, what would you say if I told you I am Hamster?
1: That really adds up. Um, yeah. Uh, surprise, everybody. That's what we've been using your Patreon money for. We've been doing arcade preservation <laughs> on the Switch.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's,
1: that's, Purchasing that's really the licensing
5: right for Data East Arcade Games.
1: God, and it's been worth it. And you know, we've been playing the long game. Jesse didn't know, he bought this game anyway. Two dollars in our pockets for a net profit of (laughs) uh plus two (laughs) minus uh all the uh previous licensing fees. No, I mean, you know, uh, I love the the switch like arcade games, just I love how many are available. I need a guide as to which ones of them are like super worth it because it's like okay, a thousand. Day to East ups Like, they all look rad to me, because none of these at my arcade. <laughs> so, Jesse, are saying Night Slashers is, like, top of the heap?
4: Um, I mean, I, it's the only one of those I've played,
6: but... Top of the heap! <laughs> definitely.
4: <laughs> but, playing it was an absolute joy. Like, every, like, other minute, I was, like, mouth agape, like, oh my god, this just happened. Like, <laughs> this it's this, this really fun, And silly and graphic. Looks good. Yeah, I was
1: also looking at. I almost brought it up, but it's not uh, official. But apparently, there's a fan version of this called Night Slashers X that somebody made, and you can play as Ash from Evil Dead. And I'm like, okay, now hold on, (laughs) dude. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) talk about perfect fucking games.
5: Here's this like horror em up where you can play as a Chinese kung fu woman or a Belmont who's a martial artist or a cy- psychic cyborgs. Like this game grade, can't grade, get grade. better. <laughs> We've added Ash. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, you made it better.
1: Ten. Revive the series. Yeah. It's um, back, not baby.
5: perfect. <laughs> this that's not a perfect ten. That that becomes an eleven out of ten.
1: Oh man, yeah. So the Wii Rate Dog scale. It's a it's a fucking fourteen out of ten. Uh Anyway, Jesse, uh, excellent pick. Cool tunes. Uh, you know, sick ass, gross ass beat em up. I love it. Um, anything else on these uh, these night slashers? Did nope. you say you played this with your daughter?
4: <laughs> I did. Okay. <laughs> How'd that go? <laughs> um, well, eventually she decided to tell me that it was a terrible game because it was in 2D. And
1: oh, in your <laughs> fucking face, old man.
4: And then, <laughs> <laughs> then she. Then she she and hopped she... on her bike and sped off. <laughs> but she farted a few times. And uh, then she uh, started harassing um, whoever was watching at the time. I think it was Tasty. And uh, then she okay. dropped, left the controller and, and left. Was, All right, she's, man, <laughs> she's got a good,
1: good future in streaming ahead of her.
0: Yeah. I can yeah. tell. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Game 2.
3: guys so um sorry let me put my trivia here do, do, do. so despite their cute appearances uh, this game's characters are not really children um, the term kids refers to the chibi art style and as such some of the fighters and NPCs retain their adult characteristics such as facial hair muscles and breasts but the opening movie reveals the children's playground in a building that appears to be an elementary school or a standalone kindergarten Uh, got some answers
1: for me. Feeling pretty confident here. All
3: right, so every everybody wrote <laughs> "Virtual Fighter Kids" and everybody is correct.
1: Yeah, Johnny, I thought that might be "Virtual Fighter Kids." It's the only way they're gonna let you anywhere near kids at the arcade.
6: <laughs> um, <laughs> what the hell?
1: The jokes are they they were writing themselves during that last song. Uh now, Is honestly, that, a I, joke that, that you can't go around cadence. Like
4: that's <laughs> gonna I mean, fucked up.
1: It had the cadence of a joke until you made it seem like it's not funny. <laughs> until you yeah. made
3: it real, Jesse.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, fucking ain't. I know about Johnny and kids. Uh, what? You know, he, he's a, he's allowed to go around kids. So yes, oh, it is yeah. a joke that he's not allowed around arcades with kids. Um yeah. You know, thanks, Jesse, for that. Uh yeah, you know, but yeah, I also know about these Virtua Fighter kids. Uh namely from listening to the soundtrack for Fighters Mega Mix because they have the themes of a couple of the virtua fighter kids in there. I'm like, wait, so can you fight Akira as kid Akira? That's uh Yeah. Really, something like, uh, and also, you can fight a couple of kids as adults.
4: <laughs> like,
1: it, it, you know, it's one thing when all the kids are fighting, but if you know, one adult throws a punch at a kid, it really changes the whole complexion of the game. Remember, remember in <laughs> Seinfeld
4: when Kramer joined the Karate Dojo and beat up all those kids? No, sure. <laughs> It's, Not where it's I thought you were
3: going of, with the Kramer I,
1: reference tonight. I, <laughs> <No>. remember,
3: <laughs> I remember the first episode yes. of Cobra Kai where Johnny beats Now's up a bunch
5: of kids. It's kind of like when you look at Mario Tennis or Mario Golf. Like, you have Mario playing his baby form in a sport. Like, obviously, he's gonna kick his ass. And also... What the fuck is up with the time stream where both versions of these characters are participating? Like, does kid Akira fighting adult Akira in Fighters Megamix, does that mean that, like, adult Akira remembers fighting an older version of himself as a child?
1: Oh, see, that's a good idea. That's a very good question, David. Yeah, and Fighters Megamix is a game that needs explaining. Quite frankly, we really need to, you know, dive deep into the what and why of Fighters Megamix. (laughs) Like, why kids are fighting adult versions themselves, why a, you know, large bean is fighting anyone, why there's a car up on its hinders, punching with its front wheels.
5: We really need to get into, (laughs) like, understanding (laughs) Fighters Megamix and why these things are happening in this segment discussing Virtua Fighter's (laughs) kids.
1: Yeah. So... Did the creators of Virtual Fighter just watch Muppet Babies and just think, "Done"?
2: <laughs> I <laughs> think so. <laughs> I was having a
3: discussion. Kids make their dreams come true. <laughs> I was having a discussion earlier today about Virtual Fighter kids. I was like, "Oh yeah, that sounds real fucked <laughs> up." Because like, it's a fighting game with children, right? That 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 sounds terrible. But then uh, I was playing. I was like, "Well, isn't like Toon Link like a young Link? You know that the fights in Smash Brothers, like, so you feel being up a kid there." And <laughs> he he's a <laughs> yeah. He's,
1: yeah, he's a
3: brave I'm Sorry, John. John. I,
5: I just have to interrupt you because your whole idea is like fighting a younger version in Smash Brothers, and you go with Toon Link instead of Young Link. Sorry, who right. was also in Smash sorry, Brothers? Sorry,
3: I meant
1: Young Link. That's my bad. It's okay. They're both in there, and you know, uh, they are both canonically quite young. Um, kids, though, not sure. Young, yes, but like of age to be a hero, yes. But I, so, I, 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 think like I think they qualify for the fight.
3: I feel like it's different for Smash Brothers to have young Link versus a whole fighting game that's nothing but children. There's, there's something different there. I don't know.
5: Can we get Smash Brothers kids where you have, like, Baby Mario fighting young Link
1: versus, like,
5: I don't know, more innocent Kirby?
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, actually, now that I think about it, you do get to fight all of Bowser's kids, and nobody seems to bat an eye at that. Yeah. Yeah, mean a bunch of them damn Koopa kids.
4: What about Duck Hunt Dog? I mean, really, he's just a dog, and people are beating him up. Like... He's a dog with powers, though, man. That dog conjures explosives and shit.
1: And he's a he's a little stinker. That dog. He laughs. (laughs) He knows what he's doing.
3: (laughs) A lot of kids laugh, John. A lot of kids laugh. Yeah, I know. They they all deserve
1: to get smacked around. (laughs) (laughs) And as an
3: adult, Um, I laugh at things that like I shouldn't laugh at.
5: I just want to take a brief moment here, Johnny, Um, (laughs) after after John's statement of like children laugh and they deserve to be smacked around a bit john is a father
3: (laughs)
1: yeah Yeah. so i know from experience
3: (laughs) no my my
1: My son laughs at a turn gets a pop in his mouth (laughs) (laughs) My, my things you shouldn't
3: laugh at story is not as terrible as you about as you're about to think it is it's uh john i remember you driving me to school one day and you got pulled over for a speeding ticket or something like that and I could not stop laughing the whole time you were getting <laughs> that goddamn ticket. To the point that it was awkward. I remember you turned around and be like, John, stop laughing. Like, I'm getting a ticket. I don't know if you yeah, remember that. Yeah, I remember this. that. Oh yeah. Like Well, probably because
5: he was worried that, you know, if the cop saw you sitting there laughing, then he would check for weed, which obviously <laughs> you were both using.
1: Yeah. Pretty much. That was that was pretty much the idea behind it. I was not high on the way to school, but I had weed on me, so I needed Johnny to shut up. <laughs> Jesus Christ, have you ever heard the phrase be cool in your entire life, John? Yeah, I, I got my revenge on that one because your dumbass <laughs> sped through a school zone in your shitty Firebird and no, got pulled no, over. No,
3: no, that the... was the BMW that I sped through the school zone in. <laughs> oh, look at me and my
1: BMW. Well, oh, no. that was
3: someone with the hand. We only owned the BMW because we clowned on the Firebird so hard. <laughs> well, it, one, I had a handcrake sunroof, two, the speedometer didn't work when it was cold, which is why I didn't know how I was speeding. <laughs> If it was,
2: and you managed, not that cold, guys. You like, managed
5: to speed the one day it got cold in Northern
1: Florida. <laughs> as I recall, it, we just didn't recognize that you were in a school zone and got pulled over, and I laughed. Um, but anyway, <laughs> point is, I, I feel like chibi fighting games are perfectly fine as long as you don't declare them kids. Puzzle Fighter is fine; those they aren't Street Fighter kids. They're just chibi characters. So if you call them kids and they're beating each other up, you got a weird thing going on. You know, but it should be pretty clear that these Virtua Fighter kids are being a little cheeky. I mean, they do still have their facial hair and you know all that stuff. But I, breasts. I, I don't know. <laughs> yes, they, they still have their breasts. Very important that Johnny noted that they retain their breasts.
5: Um, I feel like if these are actual children, they they need to be tested because no child has muscles that large. That's true. Like, these kids are juicing.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And and they've all got that big fucking steroid head. That's what it is. Like, you know, all these kids look like Barry fucking Bonds. It's uh, it's ridiculous.
4: What if it's a situation where, like, in uh, Mexico, in, like, Lucha Libre, they often have, like, you know, you've got your main Lucha Libre guy... And oftentimes they'll have like a, what they call a micro version, which is usually a little person who's dressed just like that person. And that's like the, like mascot certain, like, of sounds fine to me. So maybe the virtual fighter kids are just like the micro versions of those
1: characters. Maybe they should have gone a virtual fighter micro and just uh, been a (laughs) bunch of, you know, Lucha inspired, uh, virtual fighter kids instead of children fighting. I don't know.
5: I don't want to go on a tangent, but does that mean that at some point there was an El Santito?
4: There might have been. Because that sounds amazing. There might have been. Not not every luchador had one, but there's a lot of. Legend.
1: I like it. Uh, that that's probably a better path than just calling them virtual fighter kids. Though I mean, it's pretty clear you're not supposed to be taking this very seriously, man. Like, uh, <laughs> whoa, you know, kid, whoa, really? <laughs> kids are fighting. I mean, you know the the logos made of tanker toys. Apparently, the final boss has a fish bowl for a head. I mean, like, yeah, it's uh, it's cheeky. It's fun. It's not a it's not Sega's fault that North America didn't understand that, or that Johnny just doesn't understand it. Yeah, I don't know.
3: Yeah, no, I, I think I was, it's
1: fine. <laughs> when I was growing up, instead of like
3: your traditional anti-bullying PSAs they have nowadays, they just made play Virtua Fighter kids. And the idea being that the fish hole, the fishbowl person was, like, a bully. <laughs> and you have to, like, I don't know where I'm going with this. I, yeah, just, no,
4: Johnny, that yeah, really didn't take off, man. If only yeah. you had a button you could have pressed halfway in there. Don't make so, it press any more buttons. No, not that one. I meant, like, game That's three. That's a
5: reward
1: sound, John.
5: <laughs> I feel like somehow we've managed to tie everything together because the... Don't worry, John, I'll, I'll pull this off. Oh, no, don't say it, David, don't. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the final boss has a fishbowl for a head, kind of like Mysterio from Marvel Comics, a.k.a. Ray Mysterio, the Mexican wrestler, who would have a small version of himself as a mascot, similar to the
1: Virtual Fighter kids, and we've come full circle. I mean, we we tied a few obscure references together, David, but I'm sorry, it, you know, I'm not a comics guy. Is Mysterio Rey Mysterio? <laughs> no. Jesse, help me out here. No, <laughs> Rey Mysterio Jr. is not
4: Mysterio D- from the comics. Does
1: Rey Mysterio Jr.
4: use, like, theatrical, like, Although, powers? <laughs> however, Rey Mysterio I mean, you Jr. you guys are talking
5: about Rey Mysterio Jr., do we know much about Rey Mysterio Sr.? Well, mm. I will say
4: Rey Mysterio Jr. does like to have different, uh, like, themed costumes with his masks and stuff, and he has dressed as, like, Spider-Man. Uh, most recently he had, a, a theme that was like the 66 Batman, which was pretty cool. That um, sounds amazing. So, Great like, job. he's real big into comic books. He's had, like, a cool, like, Riddler one. Uh, like, Joker, like every superhero pretty much. He's he's got some really cool costumes. So Raymond Service Jr. is great. Sweet man. Well anyway,
1: Johnny, uh I feel like we haven't really said anything of significance, so <laughs> now you get twenty good minutes on who you're like what it is you love about Virtua Fighter kids. Uh you know, tell us your favorite Virtua Fighter kid. Tell us uh, which character has <laughs> Which character has your favorite facial hair, muscles, and/or breasts? Um, And you know, after a few good minutes of that, we can move on. So, Johnny, the floor is yours.
0: Game three.
1: Reminder to our live viewers in the chat please shut up. <laughs> uh, using an optional magnetic card system, players can save their progress for future sessions and continue their progress with their cards on another cabinet of the same game version. <laughs> How you feeling?
4: Pretty good. All right. um, hey, not sure.
1: Hmm, good. You shouldn't be sure. Um, let's see. Uh, David says initial D arcade stage. Jesse says initial D for this dick. And Johnny says initial D DR. Uh, I would say that's a hat trick. The most accurate answer, of course, being Initial D Arcade Stage. Um, you know, what a, uh, what a name. What a perfectly normal thing to call something. Um, man, guys, what a game. I want to thank our requester on this one. Uh, this was, uh, requested in our Discord by Tasty. Thank you, Tasty. Patreon super fan, Tasty. What a fucking pick. And what a game, guys. Um... Now you know, Jesse. You actually kind of clued me in on this. Does uh, does the D stand for Dick?
4: No, I think it means drift or something. What? Some kind of like car thing. Not Dick.
1: You don't initial anything with your Dick. It's not like you. you I you mean, don't that's dip your...
4: that's that's a hentai. It's um, not
1: about the guys dipping their wick in a fucking inkwell and then no. like you know signing off on the pink slips for a pink slip race or something. Not this one, though. No. What the
5: fuck is a pink pink slip race? Like, everybody just trying to, like, race out of the office when they get fired?
1: Yes, David, that's exactly what it is. Everybody... David Fleming, the man who's never driven a car.
3: Um, (laughs) David Fleming, the man who's never grown up in the 50s and raced cars. I mean, what? Do, you, do people I'm not agree that I don't freaking...
5: hot rod race with my sweetheart before yeah. going to the drive-thru? Yeah. Let's
1: go
4: play chicken. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, you guys are saying all these perfectly cromulent phrases like it's some kind of novelty thing. Like, uh, you know, I don't understand. Do people not fucking race for slips? What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> no, no, cars are expensive, man. Nobody races for slips. Well, not in real life, dipshit. This is a fucking anime game, man. I'm talking about the Fast and the Furious and the initial D What is wrong with you? What makes you think I would... Like... Yeah, okay. Like, can you imagine thinking that I'm talking about real life in this? Is like you thinking that McDonald's coffee is somehow better than Starbucks? That's another insane Johnnyism. <laughs> like, no, you listen. can't really race for your car; yeah. it's expensive. Like, no, no, shit, listen, Sherlock. man, what, like, what happens when you lose that race? How,
3: and you got to give your car up? How are you going to get to work? Okay, like, have you thought well, this through? No, you haven't. Okay, obviously like, hey, not I'm... because it's a bravado
5: thing, dumbass. Like. <laughs> I'm clearly tipping my hand as the only person who predominantly uses public transportation, but seriously, what is a pink slip race? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, see?
1: You know, that was the joke I was trying to make, and then Johnny comes in with, like, it's fine to not understand these things. And, you know, bullshit. Go watch The Fast and God Furious, goddammit. No, you know, it's a, it's a race where you put your car up as the bet, <laughs> David, that's... That's what it is. That's a horrible idea. Yeah. I know. That's why it's so fucking red.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, like it's it a terrible, be...
1: terrible idea, but it's awesome. Like back in the
3: fifties, when cars were like, you know, an hour's worth of work. Like, yeah, sure, whatever, fuck it. Like, put your car up for a race. What? But like, yeah, you can't do that. You're like, you th- are you still making payments on that car? and You're gonna bet it in a race? Like, that's a hey, dumb, no more that's payments. A bad, you
5: know, decision. It you know in 1953 minimum wage was a
1: car <laughs> mmhmm an hour,
3: <and> hour. <laughs>
1: <sighs> yeah I mean no Johnny I, you know I don't disagree that it's an ill-advised decision to bet your car on a car race but like you know all of the ways you're explaining it are just fucking terrible man yes yeah it, it's a bad and see I don't even know if they do that in initial D it's just a fucking Japanese anime about fucking street racers like you know is there a pink slip race at some point in the game? Probably. I don't know. You know, does that apply to the arcade version? No. Like, you know, do you beat the other person and collect their quarter? No. Like, it's just a fucking game. <laughs> so, you know, I don't think it really applies here. I just, you know, use it as a fucking, you know, a thing to jump off the conversation because uh, I thought that pink slip racing was a pretty, uh, pretty well-known thing then David chimed in, and then Johnny chimed in after that. You know, the whole thing just flew wildly off track. Much like an out-of-control car drifting through the mountains of J- you know Japan in the uh, initial D. Um, That's how we bring it back. Exactly. That's how we, uh, you know, gear this bitch awesome. off a of, you know mountain road. Um, you know, I, I think this game looks cool. It's uh, arcade racing based on anime. Um, I, I'm not into it because it uses real world cars uh, like it's got licensed cars like you know you're driving a fucking Mazda uh, you know like I, I, you know if I hop in an arcade game I don't want to drive a Mazda like period I, you know, like. <laughs> so, yeah like I don't man was...
3: I would love to drive like listening to Eurobeat trash and like driving Miata that sounds like that's right in my alley honestly have you yeah, ever driven it's... a Miata yeah I have John yeah they're great little cars I would love to play yeah. an arcade game where you drive me out and listen to this kind of music the whole time. You, you know, John, you could do. actually
1: just go to the arcade, and near most arcades is a go-kart track. It's <laughs> like driving a Miata. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to replicate that experience, man. You fucking hop in the go-karts, and you hum the Luigi's Raceway theme. It's not that hard.
5: Like... <laughs> I was going to say, it's like, I would really love like an arcade racing game where you just drive in a chill car and listen to a chill soundtrack. It's like, outrun. You want to play
1: Outrun? Well, yeah, but he didn't say chill. He said Eurobeat. He wants this Eurotrash oh, okay. music playing. Mm-hmm. So it's it, this has a decidedly different vibe from Outrun. This uh, this game. Um, but yeah. I will
5: say, like, I'm I'm looking up the manga that this game is based on, and I'm like seeing the guy in front, standing in front of his car, like on the cover of the first volume. And like, I admit, I don't know a lot about cars, but. That does not look like a cool street racing car. Like, that <laughs> looks like the kind of car that my aunt would have.
1: See? I exactly. Mean,
4: when you're a kid, start now. Like, you gotta start with something. It's probably his, like, first car.
1: Yeah. And also, the best street racing cars <clears throat> are the ones that are unassuming, David. That's yeah. the thing. You could have some souped-up hatchback that can fucking win a race. That's how you you know, trick somebody into accepting the pink slip race. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh look, he's just driving some fucking
0: you J- know, bullshit
1: ass. Yeah. Honda civic it's like, yeah, I got $150,000 under the hood of that Honda Civic dipshit. You know, I just won the street race, and your car is mine. And then the kid runs off and runs back to Dom's house, and then you you gotta drive by and gun him down with your motorcycle gang. I've now segued into the plot of the first Fast and Furious from the perspective of the bad guys.
4: When it it comes to anime, you gotta believe in the heart of the car. Yes. I'm pretty sure that was...
2: That was a lyric in one of
3: those songs, wasn't it? No. I, I have a no oh. rule, which is um when, I, when I'm when i doing my pink slips races, uh, if somebody shows up and offers to pink slip race me in a PT Cruiser, you always say no. Because, like, is that the worst car on the planet? Yes. They have the goal to, like, show up in a PT Cruiser. You know they've done stuff under that hood that you have, you have no idea. Like, they like tripped be...
4: off under it. <laughs> it could be anything.
3: Uh huh. So, yeah, That's never. Yes, ne- So Never Race for Pinks against a P2 Cruiser is my quote for this episode. Episode
4: <laughs> title.
1: I didn't realize we were just, you know, tagging our own quotes in this one, John. Jesus.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Although I
4: feel like.
5: Sorry, I was. When I was looking. You're no, Googling when I was like looking at Cruisers. this. Was like the initial D, like, anime or, or manga. I feel like one of the, like, big crossover anime fighter games, like, had this character in it. Because I seem to remember seeing something where there was, like, a super move where a guy just leapt off the screen and then drove in with a car and just ran your ass over.
1: Hmm. I don't know. I can't speak to any of it. I'm, you know, not really aware of this series, because, you know, strangely, this heavily manga-inspired uh you know, sit-down arcade racing series didn't really take off in America. I don't know why this wasn't in every laundromat uh you know that I was in growing up. But uh somehow these initial Ds just didn't quite uh take off. Maybe they were afraid people were gonna vandalize the fucking machines. And write initial D's nuts or initial dick,
2: <laughs> and
1: you know they just they couldn't put the sign up. They couldn't afford it, man. <laughs> you, can't, you can't put giant D with a blank next to it anywhere in America. It's
4: just not going to happen. Like, <laughs> do you think initial D is what they call like the first time? Uh, possibly. I
1: think Even you know. that initial D. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Thank you. That's that's probably what it's called there in Japan uh you know, getting to third and a half base is called the initial d um just the tip do do do, yeah. do people die,
2: half
3: base. do people die initial d v in e rings
1: uh yes, um yes, they do. <laughs> See, that's the secret Um, in
5: Japanese street racing. They don't have pink slip races. If you lose, you have to take the initial D.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If you lose, you lose your virginity. (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) Anyway, uh, cool music from a, you know, fun arcade racing uh, anime game. Um... That I have zero experience with. But thank you, Tasty, for the request. Uh, As soon as I can find a tag soundtrack, we'll all jam out to some Eurobeat music on GTT Radio. But we are going to write a script that prevents certain people from requesting it based on GIF activity in the Discord tonight. There, I said it. Let's move on.
0: Game 4.
1: So critics were harsh to the console version of this game, mainly due to the controls not working well without an expensive peripheral controller designed to mimic the arcade controls of this game. Anybody need an additional hint before we reveal our answers? Nah. Good. Taking a guess, but I feel good. Alright. Johnny says game that tune in the game. He should have taken the extra hint, dumbass. Jesse says Street Fighter. Sadly incorrect. And David has the correct answer. This is Virtual On, colon Cybertroopers. <laughs> Hell yeah, David. Great job.
5: Thanks. I, I worked really hard on that guess.
1: Now, what I want you to do is, you know, you, the audience at home, and uh, everybody here right now, uh, Google the, like, artwork for this game, the box art, perhaps, for the Sega Saturn version of this, and tell me, is this game called Virtual On Cyber Troopers, or is it Cyber Troopers Virtual On? Because apparently... The jury's kind of out on this. I myself think it's virtual on Cyber Troopers, Ooh. but it's very poorly designed logo art.
4: Yeah, it could go either way. Yeah. The way that it's structured, it almost
5: looks like Virtual Cyber Troopers on. <laughs> See, exactly.
1: That's that's right, David. So maybe we should update the uh, on-screen display to say that. Um, but yeah, it's uh, so you know I'm still calling it Virtual on because that's the easiest, uh, you know, shortest way to say it. Um... But yeah, uh, this game is uh, pretty fucking rad, guys. Uh, David, did you ever play this? I feel
5: like maybe just because like I'm looking at this game um, and I kind of feel like we might have played this together oh, because uh-huh. I th- I think, if I'm not mistaken looking at it, I think this is the game or one of the games that was at Anastasia Bowling Lanes?
1: Mm. No, that's not the memory I have of it, David.
5: Okay, cuz I mean, I'm looking at it and I definitely remember some incredibly like insanely in-depth game at that bowling alley in St. Augustine where you were like mech fighting in a 3D arena and it it looks like this. Well, I, well that describes I think it this game. Been that game.
1: But that, you know, Okay, I don't believe the Anastasia Building Lanes did have a virtual on, but that would have been pretty fucking cool. Uh, I have memory of playing this, uh, and, you know, that's the thing. So, like, this was one of those games that seemed like it was in that weird period in the, like, mid to late 90s where it's like, oh, damn, that game's rad as hell. That's probably, like, some crazy arcade game you can't play anywhere. And as such, my memory of playing it was at Universal Studios. Uh, David, I feel like we might have been on the same trip here, where we were at Universal Studios and we were playing some virtual on. Because I have a distinct memory of playing this one player. And then my attempt to play a two player got all weird. Because I think the cabinet was slightly broken, which was awesome. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) I do remember that! (laughs) Oh god, I... Oh... Fill them in, David. Let's hear those those hazy memories of Virtual Lawn at Universal Studios.
3: <laughs> so you just finished watching the Ghostbusters show, and he went to the arcade. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, no, so, you know, I'm, I'm the one with the more clear memories of it. This was in one of the arcades at Universal Studios, and, like, we were all hanging out and playing this game, and, like, it was rad as hell. It's a 3D fighting game. You're, you're using twin joysticks to control Gundams, basically, And, you know, you're running around, you're shooting each other with missiles and slashing each other up and shit. And it's a two-player thing, so, like, the other player can be next to you and you guys are fighting each other. It's like fucking fighting game, but you're playing as 3D robots. It's rad. The problem that arose at this particular time at Universal Studios was the right cabinet had some sort of glitch going on, where it was playable, but upon starting the game and selecting your character it was in some sort of insane blind mode that was, like, clearly a programming glitch where the only thing on screen was... Half the screen was gone. Yeah, all... Like, the only information available to you on screen was how far away the other robot was from you. (laughs) So it was, like, some... Terrifying blind robot fighting scenario where you're just like flying blind and you it's like you know oh my god it's counting down from 1, a oh, oh my god it's coming and then you just had to start fucking slashing with those sticks blindly so like one of us had a really good time and the other one was fucked it was awesome because <laughs> <Like,
5: laughs> I think I remember like. You figured out something was going on where I couldn't see you, because I (laughs) definitely remember, like, slashing blindly, and you just, like, backing up in-game, like, three feet and just staying there.
1: And, like, figuring out, like, oh, yeah, just pull back on those sticks and does, like, a backdash, and then I attack. You know, like, (laughs) it was so fucking weird and obviously not how the game was meant to be played because
5: um, I remember sitting there <laughs> looking at that counter I was like it keeps going up and down like what the fuck is happening
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, it was beautiful man it was a thing of beauty and then I remember like a parade started going by like the fucking Blues Brothers ran by and you just left and it was like well I guess that's the end of Virtual On <laughs> like, I guess I'm just going to slash up David's robot and you know, fucking go but, uh, yeah, so that's my, uh, that's my weird memory of playing this game. <laughs> Fucking, you know, once, you know, uh, obviously, like, I didn't retain the name, like, tonight for the show, <laughs> I googled, like, you know, 3D robot twin <laughs> stick arcade fighting game, and was <laughs> like, oh, you mean Virtual On? I'm like, yes, thank you, that's what I did mean. Uh, Clearly, so, yeah.
5: thank you, Google.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, so yeah, Virtual On, Cyber Troopers, or as the sequel, I guess, was called on Dreamcast and maybe even in arcades, virtual on oratorio tangram. Yep. Yeah, I don't know what was wrong with these people. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those words don't make any sense.
5: <laughs> I know what all those words mean, but that sentence doesn't make sense. I, I, you do? You do what, yeah,
3: yeah, what's oratorio?
2: Please what's oratorio?
5: <laughs> it, it's a Simpsons quote. Yeah, I
1: know,
2: but, but I really want you to <laughs> I, That's a weird. Episode it's the house of password
1: from Eyes Wide Shut. Oratorio.
2: It's, um, was Oratorio
3: from after season ten of The Simpsons? Because yeah. that's a real blind spot for me.
1: <laughs> uh, it's a large-scale musical work for the orchestra and voices, typically a, a narrative on a religious theme. And tangram of course is a uh, you know shape based puzzle. Like,
5: <laughs> the yeah the puzzles where you have to like match a bunch of pieces together to take a shape.
1: So those two words ostensibly mean nothing in the context of the virtual on-games. Yeah. Like, why would they call the sequel to this Oratorio Tangram? Is it a religious opera with shape puzzles? Yes,
5: yes it, also,
4: it is. so it's Evangelion. Duh!
5: <laughs> it's a religious opera with shape puzzles <laughs> that takes the form of giant robots beating the fuck out of each other. Yeah, Clearly. Sounds, so Evangelion.
3: Sounds kind of dope, guys. <laughs> giant robots solving puzzles. That sounds great, honestly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like the real world road rules challenge, but with giant robots and religious operas. (laughs) Getting people out of jams. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay.
3: The challenge (laughs) Um, with next New (laughs) New
5: Patreon goal, we develop a new Game That Tune video game where it is a 3D mech fighting game, but actually you just choose your mech, sit down at a table to play chess while a religious chorus provides the background music.
4: It's like Professor Layton. But Max, <laughs> yes, exactly. Or Max have a big yeah. top hat,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. and the only thing Professor Layton can see is how far away everything is from him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's uh, it's a bizarre game. <laughs> God, I was so pissed. Dude, I mean, seriously, I need to know, like, yeah, I need to look up some, like, cutting room floor info or something and see if that's a common thing. Because that was one of the craziest fucking, like, arcade situations I'd ever seen. I'm like, this can't be some weird asymmetrical thing where I'm just allowed to thrash on a blind man. Like, this doesn't feel right at all. (laughs) Like, (laughs) this is fucking crazy. You just just really got me thinking Uh, about
3: Johnny Bananas (laughs) in a mix suit. That's what I really want to see.
1: nobody else is supposed to watch the challenge here but me john <laughs> that joke was just supposed to come and go um yeah the next challenge should be oratorio tan Graham. it should be you know ct in a very large robot suit because he's gotten fat <laughs> and um yeah oh man i'd watch that um but yeah uh, this game it's like uh, apparently it's not like excellent for uh home release like i guess the uh they criticized the Sega Saturn version of it because you had to buy a twin stick setup for your Saturn, which also sounds so Sega. <laughs> like, you know, here's this sick-ass robot fighting game and we did a really good arcade port of it for your Sega Saturn. Cool. Yeah, you really want to buy this silly-ass double arcade stick setup for your Sega Saturn if you want to enjoy it properly. Like, oh, I don't want that, though.
2: <laughs> like, you
1: know. I already own a Sega Saturn. I don't want anything else, like, affiliated with it. That's that's a terrible <laughs> idea. Um, and yeah, it's, as it turns out, it was. But also, uh, I don't know, Johnny, are you aware of the uh, twin sticks for Dreamcast that they did for Oratorio Tangram, like the other Dreamcast peripheral? I am.
3: I, I'm actually f- very familiar with all Dreamcast peripherals. And uh, there's a lot of them. And they're all pretty stupid. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I want all of yep. them.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I kind of love the fucking, like, control ideas in this game. Like, twin sticks and, you know, uh, using them to move and aim and jump and stuff like that. It seems like this game would be good for, oh, I don't know, every console starting around the PlayStation 2. And uh, I feel like it hasn't really continued on. Like, it's uh, maybe still a thing, but... um, Would you say
5: this game is perfect for Switch?
1: I, I, I would argue it's absolutely perfect yeah. switch, not only because of the twin sticks, but because of the, uh, you know, the motion control Joy-Cons. Imagine fucking playing, uh, playing virtual on, but instead of, you know, just moving two twin sticks, you're moving two twin controllers. That's, you know, it, it's perfect. I mean, it's, John, uh, you
5: had me sold that imagine playing virtual on, but you can see. <laughs> you
1: see uh, <laughs> bingo, baby. <laughs> uh, you know, virtual on plus, you know, eyesight. It's a, it's a winning combination. Um, but yeah, it's a cool series. Like, yeah, I love, uh, love a big robot fighting game. Um, and I love having a bizarre memory attached to this game, but, uh, yeah, I would like to, I would like to see more of it. I feel like Sega's been doing those polls recently. Like, Hey guys, you know, we just remembered that we own like the rights to a bunch of good things. Do you think we should make new games? And I don't think virtual on was mentioned once. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> Sega even has forgotten, like that they, uh, that they have this, So. Somebody needs to remind him. Yeah, I uh, I think we're overdue for uh, you know a new uh, new virtual on with uh, you know Johnny. Go ahead and generate two random words to be the uh, the title of the next virtual on. Something in the in the same vein as oratorio tangram.
3: Oh, uh, okay. Let's see. I'll go with um. Any two words ever. Okay. Uh, uh, golf deodorant.
1: Bingo. Okay. Doesn't really sound Fine. all that great, but I might play it. <laughs>
5: programmers discovered a bug in this game where enemies would simply fly off the screen instead of remaining. Um, This was incorporated into the game and was the basis of the challenge stages.
1: I'm only mad at this pick because I thought we were going to have more drinking time tonight.
5: <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: <laughs>
5: uh, Johnny has the correct answer of Galaga. Jesse sadly says Balloon Fight, and John Harrington says Galaga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, this is Galaga.
2: I Is honestly, that how you say it?
5: <laughs> I honestly never thought I would get this game on the show because I didn't think it had three songs. And then I looked up um, because Mork also made a request for this game, and I was like, I don't think there's three songs worth. And I looked at it, it's like, well, one song's a minute, two other songs are thirty seconds.
1: Yeah, I think I could squeeze that in. Like, yeah, I could make that work. Yeah, exactly. It's it's an arcade themed show, man. It's uh, they're they're not all gonna be fucking you know, oratorio tangrams here. It's you know, some of them are just gonna be fucking old arcade jingles. Like you know, they, we forget that the '80s, uh, pre, oh, I don't know, Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, it, it still had music. Just like that something <laughs>
5: I almost pulled a Johnny and did the original Donkey Kong, um, I have... but, then I at
1: those...
5: <laughs> but then I looked at those songs and they were like 17 seconds, so I was like, no, I can't, I can't. Yeah, that would have gotten my angry face.
2: How
1: high can you go? Uh, yeah.
5: Um, but the other reason that I wanted to put Galaga on is because this is... <laughs> First
1: GTT radio. <laughs>
5: well, yeah, clearly. Um, this is one of my favorite arcade games, and honestly, one of my favorite video games, period. Like, I legit love Galaga, and anytime there's a Galaga machine at some pizza place or movie theater or wherever, it's like, I have to go in and drop a quarter in. And I'm usually when I drop a quarter in I can <laughs> I, Usually when I drop a quarter in I can get a good like 40 minutes of play out of this cuz I've been playing this game for a long time.
1: Yeah. No, that's that's a good thing about these classic arcade arcade games. Like you know, I kind of forgot until I played Pac-Man 99 like how good I am at Pac-Man. It's like oh. yeah, you, you know, you can get your quarters worth out of these old old arcade games if you played them enough. <laughs>
5: And that's the thing, like, a lot of people will talk about, like, Final Fight and all those arcade games and, um, like, the the final bosses and, like, Mortal Kombat or whatever. It's like, oh, they're just quarter munchers. They're so hard. You have to do all this pattern memorization. It's like, yeah, but once you memorize those patterns, you can play one game for a good long time on just a single quarter. Like, I'm pretty sure I can get to stage 10 in Galaga and... One hundred percent, the first three challenge rooms, like just based on memory.
1: My man, fucking, it's humble brag night here on Game Night Two, and I didn't realize, man, but uh, I'm into it. Yeah, David, you're allowed to brag, baby. Yeah, it, it feels good to be good at stuff.
5: I, I actually, I remember, fuck, Johnny, it might have been your wedding reception because I think there was a Galaga machine at your
3: wedding reception yeah we had a multicade, cade so, and galaga was on there yeah
5: yeah i remember like popping a popping in there and like playing it and my wife coming up and looking over my shoulder she's like how do you know all of this like how do you know where to go it's like i've been i've been playing this for so long <laughs>
1: it's just part of me sweetheart you need to understand this <laughs> I, I don't fully understand it, but it's 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 there. This knowledge is in me.
3: <laughs> Sweetie, there's some rocks you shouldn't turn over, okay? Like just <laughs>
1: yeah. Just let this happen. My mom was charging me all those quarters to you know play in the arcade as a kid, you know, in our laundromat house. And yeah, I uh I know this game front <laughs> and back.
5: And I remember because one of the things that I love about this game, like scrolling shooters set in space there's a lot of them like obviously space invaders kind of started it but like the enemies in galaga are so different like the space invaders are just kind of these weird esoteric like alien creatures but the monsters in galaga have like a very insect design so there's the like firefly beetle thing there's butterflies and then there's the boss Galagas but eventually when you get to the challenge stages there's like giant dragonflies and shit like they're really unique creatures and it really kind of jumps into that sci-fi aesthetic because especially before this like a lot of arcade games like Space Invaders and shit it was just very very simple rudimentary things and like
1: I don't know the enemies in Galaga really stick out. Well that's the beauty of more than one color. True. True. <laughs> like, you know, there's something about Space Invaders' designs that are, like, quintessentially classic and alien. But there's something more entertaining and interesting about Galaga's designs because they have, again, more than one color at their disposal. So, uh, yeah, it uh, it brings it to life. Yeah, And also not, you can get a... not so much to life, at least uh, it's in living color.
5: And also you can get a double ship and just wreck through shit.
1: See and now you know we should really just spend all the rest of the show talking about how cool it is and you know what at what age did you learn David or is this just one of those things that was inherent knowledge to you? Have you always known? Do you remember a time in your life before knowing that you could get a ship captured and then get a double ship?
5: I honestly it's it's like the the first one-up mushroom in Super Mario Brothers in World 1-1, like, I've always known yeah, where that is, like, exactly. I've always known. Like, you know,
1: like, you can't remember a time not of not knowing that. It's like, oh, yeah, that's just what you do here, right? I, like... I
3: actually do remember. I remember playing Galaga and I remember my friend's older brother showing me that. And me just being like, what the fuck? You can, you can,
1: you can do that? <laughs> What'd you do? No, don't let it get captured, you
3: idiot. Yeah. You lost.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You suck at Galaga. <laughs> and then you <laughs> And then you have
5: that moment of like your ship is captured like, oh I'm gonna save it. But you shoot it before they come down, like Wait, no! Now it now my ship's attacking me. Fuck! That's not what I'm supposed to do at all.
6: Yep. Yeah.
1: Now I, I figure, yeah, it's got to be some kind of knowledge that you just attribute, like Johnny had, to some someone's older brother, or some weird older brother figure that you had <laughs> at one
4: time in your life that you've forgotten about <laughs> oh, now. Wasn't it, like, on one of the graphics of the arcade cabinet? I'm not, not going there, Johnny.
3: <laughs> I think the arcade cabinet did have instructions that you could do that, yes. I think it did have some shit graphics showing Pretty you that. sure. <laughs> no, actually, I think...
5: I take it back. I do remember where I learned that you could capture and recapture the ship, and I think it was the end of The Wizard. Like, I think that's what taught me how okay. to get the bonus ship in Galaga.
1: I mean, and The Wizard is like an older brother figure for all of us. <laughs> like, Wait, it's... a
3: weird older brother figure <laughs> No, they that played... we don't want to talk
1: about. <laughs>
4: <laughs> they played Super Mario Bros. 3! Well, yeah, <laughs> as the final game,
5: but then and like through before that, that they David learned learn the Galaga. tricks to Galaga. <laughs> you know, he he gets yeah. fifty thousand points in Double Dragon, then he plays Galaga and gets the double ship, uh, and then they play Super Mario Brothers three. The guy yeah.
1: says Ninja Guy Dim Hi, and uh, then they you know play Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, Just Super Mario, Mario
3: Brothers three is famous. If you get all three warp whistles, you get to play Galaga.
4: What? <laughs> 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 that would be crazy. <laughs>
3: You don't, you
5: don't remember the, the end of that scene where it says, Ninja Gaiden, hi, sir, we want to play Galaga. Oh, I'm so sorry. Here's your copy yeah. of
1: Galaga. In that case, you really want to get a ship captured and then destroy the ship to get back a double ship. Yeah. And then they look sorry, at the you. Right. Did you get uh, that, David?
2: Fine.
1: yeah. Yeah, no, sorry, Jesse. I didn't read the instructions that were printed on every Galaga arcade cabinet. I, I was playing games like fucking... Home improvement, baby. Real men don't need instructions.
4: (laughs) There's an arcade home improvement? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God, I wish. (laughs) (laughs) I would think (laughs) that
1: we had a sound for this, but uh, I guess not. (laughs) Uh
4: Oh, we got it, everybody. It's the right one, guys. He did it. (laughs) Can you just imagine, like,
5: walking into an arcade in, like, 1992, and you just hear, like, (laughs) Hadouken, finish him. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine walking up to a galaga machine and not knowing how to play it and you know thinking you can look at the instructions on the cabinet but over that there's been a large sticker placed by one tim allen that says real men don't need instructions <laughs> and therefore you can't fully understand how to play the game without just hopping in and playing it i mean honestly it's, you know, that it, it was the way I played, baby. Maybe my Galaga machine just didn't come with instructions. I don't know. Um, I mean,
5: I'm... There have been I'll so have many to...
1: Galaga machines throughout my life, I don't know which one I'm co- I'm referencing as my Galaga machine.
5: <laughs> I'll have to go and double-check the official lore, but now that I think about it, I, I do believe you are piloting the USS Binford in, <laughs> in an attempt to explore deep space. Oh, I don't think so, David. Oh, God.
6: It's
1: yeah. <laughs> the Borland. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Alaga.
2: <laughs> there we go.
1: Come on. N- you know, why has no one made that mod? <laughs> Alaga. <laughs> it's uh,
5: sitting right there. Exactly. For that Just niche s- market.
1: Scratch off the G, flannel the whole cabinet, it writes itself, guys. <laughs>
5: That's the oh, tractor man. beam. It's just a giant flannel beam that comes
1: down. <laughs> it's impressive they were able to render that flannel with those 1981 graphics. Like, wow, man.
5: <laughs> Are you a fan of 1980s space shooting arcade games? Are you also a fan of 1990s conservative sitcoms? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, <laughs> we got the game for you.
1: Oh God! When you get a double ship, you just play as Pamela Anderson's breasts. It's awesome, like <laughs> man, what a show, and what a what a game, Galaga. I'm honestly, David, I'm impressed, man. I'm, I'm impressed that we've gotten this uh, this much talk out of Galaga. Uh, and that we've stayed so on topic. And not
5: <laughs> I mean, it's it's a classic game. Like It I, truly
1: is. I mean, it, it bears discussing for hours on end. Maybe not really. We're not the guys to do that. But I mean,
5: I would put it on my arcade Mount Rushmore.
1: It should, uh, absolutely. Should we go ahead and make our oh, arcade boy. Mount Rushmore's, David? Can you flesh that out?
5: <sighs> I feel like... It would probably be Pac-Man, Galaga, Ooh, heavy Nimco. Street
1: Fighter Two, and then Donkey Kong. Okay, alright. Johnny, you wanna do an arcade Mount Rushmore?
3: Okay, Rushmore, okay, so there's four faces on Mount Rushmore, right? That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I
1: did, I
5: did just name four games <laughs> just, on
4: my I Mount Rushmore.
1: Alright, so we got <laughs> There's gonna be five soon. The yeah No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got arcade
3: um, arcade Donkey Kong. We got the arcade version of the Star Wars Pod Racer. Um, mm. We got. God, I Mount out Rushmore. This, this is hard. Galaga. It's Galaga's tough. going on there. And Pac Man.
1: Oh, okay. Jesse, you got it? It's, let's see.
4: I mean, yeah, Pac Man. Um, Galaga.
1: Uh, Jeez.
4: Missile Command. And, uh... Donkey Kong.
1: Wow, see, I I thought we were going to go much more personal on these. So, you know, mine would be Miss Pac-Man.
4: Well, I thought with, like, a Mount Rushmore, you're thinking of, like, this is, like, sitting over the entire Yeah, yeah, you're building a
3: monument for a lot of people to enjoy,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah okay so Miss Pac-Man because you know, <laughs> if you want to do personal eggs. ones I that's totally no
4: different. too late
1: yeah. man you guys already committed to these yeah you know, you know, it's so it's Miss Pac-Man it's Homer Simpson it's um fucking the Ferrari Testarossa from Outrun and uh, see I you know I almost want to Crassly choose one of the robots from Virtual on but I know that's not right so I'll just choose fucking uh, Zangief from Street Fighter duh. Uh, okay, wait, can yeah, I, yeah, I'm going to get
3: rid of Arcade Donkey Kong, and I'm going to put in, uh, Bark from <laughs> Sonic the Fighters.
1: <laughs> See No, we're not doing these crass-ass picks. We can, we can make nonsense Mount Rushmore's all night, John. <laughs> no, 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 we need people's actual Arcade Mount Rushmore's. Yeah,
3: that's, that's what I said.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this. So, um,
5: the real question is, whose <laughs> face are you getting rid of? Lincoln or Roosevelt to put bark?
1: Exactly. Both? Two uh,
2: barks? Okay, fine, fine,
1: fine. All right, everybody gets a Trump to add to the Mount Rushmore. So, everybody gets a fifth face on the Mount Rushmore. Personally, who's your fifth Mount Rushmore arcade face? David, go. Uh, a Galaga ship. Jesse. Crazy taxi. Johnny.
3: Tuzo sure A
1: real pick, John. An arcade uh, game. Fuck.
3: All right, all right, all right. Um, uh, Axel from
1: Crazy Taxi. And I choose an air hockey puck. Johnny, let's hit the calculating computer.
0: Calculating computer activated. Computers, beeps, boops.
1: Damn it, John.
0: Scoring complete. Indeed. This game's winner is... David
1: Fleming. Yep, it is David the Arcade Master. Fucking perfect game David. Getting a uh, getting all four games on just one quarter, man. We got a kill screen coming up thanks to David.
5: <laughs> so, does that mean that I can input my initials cuz I'm spelling out ass?
1: Hell yeah. That's what it is. So there there's your uh, your next Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore of name inputs after winning an arcade game. Um, actually can we just get rid of
5: can we just get rid of Mount Rushmore and instead just carve ass into the mountain?
1: Yes. Ass <laughs> into like a big Cruise in USA license plate and put it on a big mountain.
3: Aw, oh, beautiful.
1: Yep. That's, Could we uh, put that
3: mountain in Japan. Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Just where, no, it doesn't matter where in the city of Tokyo you are, you will see. As- <laughs> turn turn Mount think, Fuji into a large ass say, license
4: plate. <laughs> I think clearly we need to carve it into Mount Fuji. Yeah. duh. Oh man, what <laughs> the if we? The carved, sun? What if no? Nope. What if we carved mountains into other mountains? Like we carved like Ooh. the Rocky Mountains into like the the ones that are down like Chile and stuff.
1: Yeah, guys, should we start doing a Mount Rushmore of mountains yeah. and go around and carve other <laughs> mountains to look like our favorite mountains? Yeah. That sounds pretty good, man. Yeah, so my Mountain Rushmore,
3: <laughs> Mount Rushmore
1: won the Andes to yeah. the yeah. Alps. The yeah. Grand Tetons, <laughs>
4: motherfucker. Yeah,
1: I, and, I mean, I'm an East Coast boy. I like the Great Smokies. Yeah, uh, yeah Ford the Everglades. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> You just flatten a mountain and get it wet. <laughs> There's <it's> the Everglades. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I mean, anyway. if you're really going
5: to make it the Everglades, you also have to introduce some pythons to fuck up the natural order.
1: <laughs> Johnny's Everglades Mount Rushmore is just a mountain covered in non-invasive yeah. you know, in yeah. snakes. It's yeah. awesome. Just pythons, a, bun- a bunch of iguanas. And uh, kind of monkey, you know. And you can ride a fan boat on it. It's great. Um, Anyway, David, you've won the show. So stop Johnny from blowing up anybody else's mountains. And uh, tell us a theme for our next episode.
5: Well, you know, um, I was spending a lot of time reminiscing about Galaga going out in space, flying in a ship. And I kind of want to do the opposite of that. For next week's episode, I'm thinking games on the ground. Walking, running, driving—just no
1: flying allowed. All right, I like it. Gonna gain some ground next week. Oh, exactly. Calling my shot right now. Nobody requests gain ground. Uh, <laughs> it's right there in the title. Nobody requests ground seeds either. Don't do it. Um, yeah, nobody requests Terraria. Already done. Uh, yeah. Any uh, anybody else with a uh, you know ground based uh, you know game titles? Don't even bother. I've thought of them all. All three of them.
3: Did they make a Grounded for Life video game?
1: Yes. You can play, <laughs> it's the Grounded for Life fighting game where you can play as Donald Logue <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, and the cast of thousands from thousands. that wonderful show that John just referenced. <laughs> the fuck, John? <laughs> you can play as Donald
5: Logue and others.
1: Yeah. Uh, and the, the rest, no. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, so it's not really a fighting game it's a one player beat em up where you're Donald Logue beating up a family <laughs> going back to beating up kids you know, Donald circle. Logue famously beats up kids um, I'll show some of the server <laughs> it's really hard yeah. not to say Ta- it <laughs> take that Logue <laughs> we're coming for your ass on Game That too. uh it's gonna make it so awkward when we do that episode where we got Donald Logue as a guest um, but anyway yeah uh, David I like that uh, I like that idea. so wait you know can you jump you can jump you just can't jump into space (laughs) all right yeah so (laughs) no flying no uh yeah the ground's got to be in the game right like
5: yeah a, a game where you spend your time on the ground
1: okay yeah cool it's gonna be good i like it you know terrestrial games coming up um, great pick, David. Fantastic. And, you know, what a fantastic show we've had tonight. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks to everybody watching live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. We super appreciate you guys joining us. Great numbers tonight. We uh, you know had a lot of great chatter in the chat box. We love you guys joining us live for Game That Tune on Wednesdays. Um, thanks to everybody listening in Podcast form. Our podcasts come out Tuesday mornings. They're anywhere you get your podcast. Search for Game That Tune. Uh, share it with a friend. Listen, subscribe, all that shit. Uh, just uh, enjoy the show. Thanks to everybody checking out Patreon.com slash Game That Tune. We've got awesome exclusives there. We've got... Uh game that gyms we've got movie commentaries that we're going to get back on real soon we we owe you guys a couple of movie commentaries coming up uh and you help us keep the lights on at the 24 7 live stream over there at twitch uh twitch.tv slash gtt radio really the crown jewel of the game that tune empire at the moment um we super appreciate everybody checking out patreon special thanks to the super fans uh, the absurd fans as it were over there at patreon alex messenger lance revere damian beckles bradford stevens daniel perky taylor y sam l mork tasty grimmery phoenix tier 2121 unsettled zebra and the last Recon. just a fantastic pile of patrons over there at patreon.com slash game that tune Thanks to our requester tonight, Tasty. Uh, Tasty made his request in Discord. Uh, head over to our Discord server. Join us there. We love chatting with you guys, hanging out, taking your requests, and just goofing about. Uh, or hit us with your requests, gamethattune at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at gamethattune, or find us individually on Twitter. I am there at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at... J.P. Regan, J. You can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at... Sega underscore legend... And you can find this week's winner, David Fleming, on Twitter at...
5: DFD Fleming.
1: All right, David. You've done it, man. You've uh, made it to the final stage. Like I said, we got a kill screen coming up, so you tell us the music that's going to play.
5: So, um, sticking with my idea of the theme where started in space and going to the ground, I have selected a song from Earthbound.
1: This huh? is Tucson. Hell yeah, man. Peace out, everybody. is copyright 1993 Data East. Virtua Fighter Kids is copyright 1996 Sega Games Company Limited. Initial D Arcade Stage is copyright 2002 Sega Games Company Limited. Virtual on Cyber Troopers is copyright 1996 Sega Games Company Limited. Galaga is copyright 1981 Namco Limited.
3: Ooh, everybody wrote Virtua Fighter Kids and everybody is correct. Oh, shit, goddammit.
4: God darn it.
0: Welcome to Game Backs. Oh, not Back. oh, darn it.
1: <laughs> go, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Come There
3: we go. Why did I put these keys next to each Punch other? Punch the keys, for God's sake.
1: Seriously, Johnny, what Ooh. fucking big, like, baby idiot Ooh. keyboard do we <laughs> need to get you <laughs> to prevent <laughs> that from happening? <laughs> <laughs> like, good God, man. <laughs> The clown face means we got it all right. The ice cream cone means we got it all wrong, John. Oh, fuck. Um, Okay, let's reset as though Johnny played the correct sound for, you know. So, Johnny, say it again and play the correct sound so that we can have a clean resuming of the show. What the fuck?